Ben Cullen. Welcome back, Common Room. This is your Sports Fix update with me, Ben Cullen. It was a weekend Premier League fans have been waiting for for more than 17 months, and it did not disappoint. We saw full stadiums for the first time since the COVID pandemic shut football down in March 2020, and there were a near record number of goals. Last season, there were a few weeks with just 2,000 fans allowed at some games, but full stadiums are back now. The roar from the 16,000 strong, the first ever Premier League game to be played at Brentford when they beat Arsenal, will long live in the memory. And nobody likes a draw, right? Well, this was the weekend for you as all 10 games had a winner, seven by the home team. Manchester City have won three of the past four Premier League titles, but they look well behind their fluid best against Spurs. That was the first time a Pep Guardiola side have lost on the opening day since 2008 his very first game in senior management. The Premier League is back. The Rugby Championship got underway on the weekend and it's safe to say there were no surprises. New Zealand began with a record victory against Australia to claim the Bledisloe Cup while South Africa beat Argentina in their opener. The All Blacks' 57-22 win at Eden Park was the highest ever points tally against the Wallabies. New Zealand ran in eight tries to seal a 19th straight Bledisloe Cup win. World champion South Africa defeated Argentina 32-12 in Port Elizabeth. South Africa made swimming changes to their team after the previous week's Test Series win against the British and Irish Lions. Only five of those who started against the Taurus in the 15 to face Argentina. The host still claims a comfortable victory, narrowly missing out on a bonus point after scoring three tries. Naomi Osaka broke down in tears before resuming her first news conference since the controversy at the French Open. Osaka became emotional shortly after being asked about dealing with the media in this format, and the Cincinnati Masters video call was briefly halted. Earlier, the Japanese star said she was proud of the stand she took in Paris. It was something that needed to be done, she said. At May's French Open, four-time Grand Slam winner Osaka said she would not do news conferences to protect her mental health. She went on to pull out of the event and miss Wimbledon to take a break from tennis. Osaka returned to play at her home Olympics in Tokyo, where she lit the flame at the opening ceremony before going on to lose in the third round. All right, I am super pumped to welcome our next guest to the studio. I'm joined by Dr. Kim Carter. Kim is our first doctor on the show, and I'm very excited to get into her amazing story. Kim has many strings to her bow, which she can speak more on, but she played rugby at uni, moved into pro MMA, now focuses on Brazilian jiu-jitsu alongside her profession. Welcome to HeartTHK, Kim. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Ben. Welcome to the show. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Okay, so the first part of the show, we like to do some quick-fire questions. So we're going to feel you out a little bit, judge you, okay. and see what answers come out. Now, it's quick-fire. Okay. <laughs> Striking or grappling? Grappling. Favourite retired MMA fighter? You must pick one. Ronda Rousey. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl. Favourite active MMA fighter? You must pick one. I can't, I'm going to butcher his first name, but like Airbender, as I, uh, as I, Israel Adesanya. Thank you. UFC or one championship? UFC. Favorite cheat meal? Burgers. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Singing or dancing? Ooh, dancing. (laughs) 
Favourite sport that's not MMA related or rugby? Uh, basketball. Favourite sport in the Olympics? I, I loved watching the diving. The diving, yeah. Pretty epic. Very. Uh, and really good that Tom Daly got a gold medal. Do you know who Tom Daly is? And, and a fantastic sweater. Okay. Oh, yes, his, his cardigan. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. My uh, sister showed me that. Um, I'd not seen it, but then mm -hmm. she sent me the photo of his knitted Team yeah. GB cardigan. I mean, flow state, right? Or whatever helps you get into the zone for competing. Unbelievable. Yeah. Loved it. Okay. Well, before we get into things psychology and MMA, can you give the listeners a brief rundown of your career up to your current day role, please? Sure. Um, I might Quentin Tarantino it and work from now and, and then go backwards. Sure. Let's do that. Um, so I'm currently a clinical psychologist. I work in a private practice here in Hong Kong. I work predominantly with children, teens, and families. Uh, that's just the way things have worked out at the clinic. I do also work and enjoy working with adults, but I have a na very natural inclination towards towards children and working, doing family therapy and taking on a systemic approach when there are childhood or teenage difficulties at times. My so I get graduated in 2018. I did my my, doc my master's and doctorate here at City U in Hong Kong. And while I was while I was studying, my, I did my dissertation research in uh, float tanks and understanding what float therapy is and what the float experience is. I I started to pursue higher education because I was a special needs teacher and doing a lot of work in within the special needs arena, whether that with charity work, research, and you know on the front line in in education. And I felt that I needed to do something that would allow me to be more effective. So that's what, what brought me to pursuing pursuing that. And I think that yeah, that's pretty much the, the full spectrum of my career thus far. Okay. What about some of your sporting? Oh, my sporting. Pursuits. Yeah, let's go there as well. So I um, I've always been a little bit aggressive in, in terms <laughs> of sports. So when I was in high school, I had my first amateur boxing boxing fight, and I've. I was yeah, very much into striking and, and that. Unfortunately, um, well, my mum was really, really sporty. And she's like, you've got to do a sport. You've got to do a sport. She's like, why is our family sport bowling? Why doesn't anyone like this? Are you <laughs> good at bowling? I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah, because, because my sister and I just weren't super sporty. It was my mum played squash for Hong Kong, played okay, hockey for it. Hong Kong. Mum's a high achiever. And very, very sporty and very active. And in my younger years, I was just much more lethargic. But then I found boxing. I was like, oh, but this, this I vibe with, like this I really like. And when I got to university, there wasn't really any boxing club or anything. Uh, but there was a, a really like grassroots box, uh, rugby club about to start up. And I was trying to make, trying to make some friends. And um, I was like, oh, what do Americans know about rugby? Not a lot. Okay, here's an arena where I can like make friends and kind of be good at something. Because I've, I really realized like in, in the US, like they're not messing around in the sports department. Everything that like, I was like, oh, I did a bit of swimming because I was a bit of a competitive swimmer when I was younger. But the swimming team in the US was so, so competitive. And I was like, okay, like I can't. And yeah, so I, I swam a little bit while I was like very, very young, then boxing, rugby once I got to university because the team hadn't really started and it was very easy for me to join a sports team given that I wasn't very athletic until I got to university. And that's when my relationship, not only with sports, but much more my relationship with my body as a, 
as a functional tool really began. And then when I came to Hong Kong, I played rugby a little bit uh, here. But then I had a friend who was, who is a, um, well now she's much more professional than she was before. You might know Ramona Pasquale. We've had Ramona on. Yeah. I've spoken to Ramona, yeah. So, so it was Ramona who introduced me to, she was working at Epic MMA at the time, and she's the one who offered me a, a discounted gym membership for oh, family it. and friends. And I was like, oh, so we, we had been playing rugby together at university. Yeah, got it, got it. Yeah, and she's like my, my big, big sister. Yes, and that kind of started my relationship with, with mixed martial arts, which then transformed into, now it's, it's just jiu-jitsu. Yeah, and you're yeah. a purple belt jiu-jitsu, you said? Correct, purple belts. So I've been training for, for seven years. Jiu-jitsu is my, my labor of love. It's, yeah, it's a ph- phenomenal sport. I could speak for hours on yeah. jiu-jitsu. How long did it take to get your blue belt, and then how long did it take to get your purple belt? Took me two years to get my to get my blue belt, and then I guess it took me four years then to get my my purple belt. It's a special sport. It, it's very very special. It's yeah. But oh well, I'm a karate black belt. I'm like oh that's cool. Um, not quite the same as as a jiu-jitsu black belt. I definitely have a a very strong bias. But it's it's a sport that, and I I guess anyone who's who loves their sport a lot you feel that at different times your sport provides you a different kind of relationship you know sometimes jiu-jitsu is is hitting my, my social needs because you know i go to the gym there's like the team the camaraderie there other times jiu-jitsu is the fire that like ignites my life because i'm preparing for a competition and it's it's like tunnel focus and that is just that kind of yang energy that just gets you fired up and excited about life and other times jiu-jitsu is my therapy because my professional life is so demanding and like god i'm grateful i get to go to jiu-jitsu forget everything when you get on the mat oh yeah thank you kim we look forward to hearing more from you next week hong kong are you ready this is the hottest ticket in the world right now there's no doubt that the olympics is inspiring magical breathtaking it doesn't get much better until the Paralympics gets brought into the discussion. People that have overcome extreme adversity to perform in the way they do is on another level of inspiring. The Paralympics starts in a few days and that is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a great weekend all and I'll see you for your Sports Fix next week. Thank you, Ben. Don't forget he's back with us every single Friday for your Sports Fix. Common Room with Alison Howe. Common Room with Alison